Hello, Coffee Break listeners. It's Mark here. And before we dive into today's episode, I have some exciting news to share. Did you know that the Coffee Break podcast is just the tip of the iceberg? We offer comprehensive online courses designed to help you master the language you're learning. Each course includes video lessons, bonus audio materials, lesson notes, quizzes, and more. This week, we have a special promotion on our beginners courses, giving you the opportunity to save over 30%. We want to help you learn the language and live like a local on your next trip. Imagine the confidence you'll have speaking with locals and how it will transform your travel experiences. With many people planning their travels right now, it's the perfect time to start learning. To take advantage of this offer, visit coffeebreaklanguages.com slash podcastlocal or use the coupon code podcastlocal at the checkout on the Coffee Break Academy. But hurry, the offer ends on Friday, June the 14th, so don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Okay, let's get started with today's lesson. Buongiorno a tutti e benvenuti a Coffee Break Italian. Io sono Mark. Ciao a tutti, io sono Francesca. E io sono Ayla. Come state ragazze? Ayla, come stai? Molto bene, grazie. E tu? Sì, sto bene, ma sono un po' stanco oggi. Oh, poverino, come mai sei stanco? <ride> Perché ieri avevo molto da fare, ero ah. molto impegnato. Ah, avevi molto da fare. Avevo molto da fare. Ah. Hai capito, Ayla, aveva molto da fare. <ride> Ma tu avevi anche molto da fare ieri, no? Sì, sì. Avevamo <ride> tutti molto da fare. This is getting a little silly, isn't sì. it? <ride> But it is a good way of practicing the imperfect that we've been learning. Avevo, avevi, aveva, avevamo, avevate, avevano. Good use of the avere in the imperfect. Bravissimo, Marco. We've been looking at the imperfect and we'll take this a little bit further uh, today because we're going to be talking a little more about the imperfect. In fact, we were actually, in fact, Francesca, can you tell us the story of what happened here? Because we've been talking about... Well, how language learning has changed a little. Sì, sì. Uh, in italiano. No, in inglese, per per cominciare. Ok, allora, um, I was looking for a nice photo to post on Facebook uh-huh. of myself when I was very young. Ok. Quando ero molto giovane. Sì. And in one of the photos, uh, one of the photos was taken with my, uh, with my classmates and my teacher of English. Ah. And I suddenly remembered how it was uh, teaching English, well... 20, 30 years ago. Non si parla di questo. No, ok, molti anni fa allora. So what we thought was to give us some further practice of this imperfect. Francesca has actually been thinking up a, a sort of presentation about the changes in, in language learning since 
the, the time that she learned English at first and now how you are all learning Coffee Break uh, Italian. So we're going to start with that in our presentation section and then go to be doing some more practice of the imperfect with Isla in our, in our practice session. Va bene? Sì, va bene. Ok, perfetto. Allora, cominciamo? Sì, mettiamoci al lavoro. E io vi ascolto. Allora, Francesca, tu hai una presentazione per noi, non è vero? Sì, una piccola presentazione. Oh, okay. This is the perla di saggezza di Francesca, the, the pearl of wisdom from Francesca. Ma here. non esageriamo. <laughs> Let's not exaggerate. Okay, here goes. Have a listen to Francesca's uh, comments on learning nowadays compared with uh, learning in the past. Va bene. Eh, sì, Mark, come dicevo prima, eh, l'altro giorno pensavo a come sono cambiate le cose negli ultimi, negli ultimi anni. Quando, quando ero una bambina e andavo a scuola o quando ero una ragazzina e andavo al liceo in Italia... Era difficilissimo trovare una, una rivista in inglese o un film in inglese, non esisteva internet e potevo imparare solo dai libri. E poi nella mia città, che è ed era piccolina, non arrivavano mai persone straniere e quindi non avevo la possibilità di parlare con persone di madrelingua inglese. E invece adesso siamo qui in uno studio di registrazione, i nostri studenti possono imparare l'italiano con Coffee Break Italian e, e qualsiasi altra lingua comodamente da casa e mi sembra incredibile, vero? Hai ragione, è veramente incredibile. <ride> Okay, now that, there was quite a lot of Italian there, a lot of, of interesting language and lots and lots of excellent imperfect tenses because Francesca was describing the situation from before. She was saying how things were and how things used to be. So let's, let's simplify it. Perhaps we can say it in, in simple sentences and we'll talk about each sentence after uh, Francesca says it. So Francesca, can you, I think we've got a, a kind of rough written version. Can you come out with some, some sentences here that will simplify what you've just Said. Ok, va bene. Okay. E, quando ero ragazzina e andavo al liceo in Italia. Ok, so let's, let's hear that again. Quando ero ragazzina e andavo al liceo in Italia. Let's give our listeners some time to think about this. Quando ero ragazzina e andavo al liceo in Italia. So Francesca saying... When I was a girl, when I was younger, quando ero ragazzina e andavo al liceo, and I used to go to school in Italy. And that's interesting because we've got two different translations of our imperfect tense there. Quando ero, when I was, e andavo, and I used to go, or I went, we could say I went here. When I went to school in Italy, quando andavo al liceo in Italia, what happened? Era difficilissimo trovare una rivista in inglese. Era difficilissimo trovare una rivista in inglese. See if you can work that out. Era difficilissimo trovare una rivista in inglese. So what she's saying is, it was really difficult trovare una rivista to find a magazine in inglese. In English. Non esisteva internet. So that's, that's quite a tricky verb. Esisteva comes from which verb? Esistere. 
Okay, so can you work out what esistere means? It's to exist. So non esisteva internet. Internet did not exist when there was no internet. Again, describing the situation. And? E potevo imparare solo dai libri. E potevo, which verb do you think that would come from? Potere. Potere. So I was able to, and what were you able to do? Imparare. To learn. Solo dai libri. Only from the books. Sì. So the internet didn't exist and I was only able to learn from books. Okay. Right, let's listen to the whole of that again and see if you understand everything this time. Quando ero ragazzina e andavo al liceo in Italia, era difficilissimo trovare una rivista in inglese. Non esisteva internet e potevo imparare solo dai libri. Okay. Now you go on to talk about mia città, la mia città, sì. my city, my town. Sì. So let's hear the next part. Sì, ehm, nella mia città non arrivavano mai persone straniere. Okay, so let's think about what the subject is of this verb. Arrivavano, I'm sure you can work out the verb, it's arrivare, so it's sì. the, the imperfect of arrivare, so uh, they were arriving. And who was arriving? Persone straniere. So these are foreign people. Sì. Persone straniere. Listen to the, the agreement of the adjective there. Persone straniere. Sì. It's agreeing with persone. So foreign people never arrived in my city, in my mm. town. But listen to the way it's formed in Italian. Nella mia città non arrivavano mai persone straniere. Literally, in the my city, not used to arrive, never people foreign. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, foreign people never used to come to my city or my town. Sì, quindi non avevo mai la possibilità di parlare con persone di madrelingua inglese. Okay, so let's, let's split that up a little. Non avevo mai... I never had, or I was never having, but it sì. sounds better to say I never had. La, la possibilità, possibilità, the possibility. Di parlare. To speak. Con persone. With people. Di madrelingua inglese. Of mother language English. Or in better English. Native speakers. <laughs> native speakers of English. So, Francesca's saying, because no one, no foreign people ever came to my town... I therefore never had the opportunity to speak with native speakers of English. However, things are different now. Sì, e adesso siamo qui in uno studio di registrazione. So now we are here in a recording studio. E i nostri studenti possono imparare l'italiano e qualsiasi altra lingua comodamente da casa. Okay, again, let's split this up. There's quite a lot there. <laughs> sì, I e nostri studenti, our students, listeners to Coffee Break Italian, possono imparare l'italiano. They can learn Italian. E qualsiasi altra lingua. That's a, perhaps a new word for our listeners. Sì. Qualsiasi sì. altra lingua. Whatever other language or any other language. Comodamente da casa. Okay, comodamente. You may not have heard that word, but comodo would mean... Comfortable. Comfortable. So the mente on the end makes it an adverb. So comodamente would mean... 
comfortably. Comfortably, exactly. So um, our listeners or our, our students can learn Italian and any other language comfortably from home. Sì. Okay, let's have the whole of the second part again. Okay. Eh, nella mia città non arrivavano mai persone straniere, quindi non avevo mai la possibilità di parlare con persone di madrelingua inglese. Adesso invece siamo qui in uno studio di registrazione e i nostri studenti possono imparare l'italiano e qualsiasi altra lingua comodamente da casa. È incredibile. Sì, è proprio incredibile. <laughs> And thanks to the wonders of technology, that's how we are, are, are functioning as a company. <laughs> è vero, è vero. But also bringing language learning to lots of people around the world. Okay, so that is a really good example of describing a situation in the past using lots of uh, imperfect tenses. And we also see imperfect tenses in, in descriptions. We see them to describe what used to happen, to describe uh, what was happening at a particular time. And that's something I'd like to pick up on a little now. Because the imperfect tense is very often used to describe what was happening when something else happened. Now, way back when we did this in Coffee Break French, we spoke about uh, the idea of rollers and thtum. Now, that may not really make much sense, but let, <laughs> let's explain a little. I want you to think about something happening in the past. So let's say the children were playing football. That's an ongoing thing. The children were playing football. They perhaps started at 11 o'clock and continued playing. And while they were playing football, something happened. So if, you, if you're able to do this, you're listening to the, the episode here, perhaps you're in the train or uh, if you're, if you're in, on your own, then feel free to do this. If you're driving, please don't take your hands off the wheel. But if you're, <laughs> if you're able to do this, I want you to, to make a rolling action with your hands. I'm doing this and everybody's laughing at me here in the studio. <laughs> um, but if you're doing this rolling action with your hands and then bring both your hands up and then bring them straight down and that's your thtum. So the rolling action is what is ongoing, the children playing football, and then the thtum is what happens to interrupt that action. So in this case, the children were playing football when thtum, a dog ran onto the pitch, let's say. Okay, so think about your tenses now. The children were playing football. Francesca, how would you say that in Italian? I bambini giocavano a calcio. Okay, giocavano, an imperfect tense, when thtum. A, a dog arrived on the pitch. Quando un cane è arrivato sul campo. So listen to the tense there. Quando un cane è arrivato sul campo. È arrivato. A perfect tense. A nice, clear, perfect tense. It's one that conjugates with essere because we're talking about arrivato. But the dog arrived on the pitch quando un cane è arrivato uh, sul, sul campo. campo sì. Okay. So, what's happening is that our ongoing action, the roller, the dum-de-dum-de-dum, was suddenly interrupted by the thtum, in this case, the dog running onto the pitch. So, our imperfect tense is interrupted by a perfect tense. And this is a very, very common situation where we'll see imperfects and perfects together. Let's have another example, Francesca. Can you give us something else that, that happened while sì. something else was happening? In italiano o in inglese? In, in, in italiano. In italiano. Allora, ehm, preparavo una torta quando ho ricevuto il tuo messaggio. Ok, let's listen again. 
Preparavo una torta quando ho ricevuto il tuo messaggio. Right, so that's in quite fluent Italian. You're saying that quite quickly. It's quite tricky to hear the verbs in there. So let's hear one more time. Okay. I really listen carefully for the verbs and the tenses that they're in. Preparavo una torta quando ho ricevuto il tuo messaggio. Okay, so you should have heard there. Preparavo una torta. I was preparing a cake. I was making a cake. Sì. Was making imperfect tense. Dum di dum di dum. That's your ruler. Quando ho ricevuto. That's a single thing that happened. It's the narrative. It's the part of the story. I received il tuo messaggio. Sì. Your message. I was preparing a cake. I was making a cake when I received your message. I'm quite curious as to what the message was. Did it stop you making the cake? No, no, no. Era okay. solo per ricordarmi di venire al, allo festa. studio. Allo studio. Oh, okay, va bene. <laughs> so, dum-di-dum-di-dum and thdum. Your dum-di-dum is your imperfect tense. That's the thing that was happening when something else happened. And it can work the other way around. So, let's say... Your mother called while I was walking the dog. Eh, sì, mia mamma ha chiamato mentre portavo a passeggio il cane. Ok, portavo a passeggio il cane. A little bit complicated there. Sì, in there. Italian you cannot walk the dog. Yep. <laughs> you have to carry to passage the dog. Sì. <laughs> ok, so that way round. We're using mentre there, while. Mentre, sì, Ok, while. let's hear the one more time. Mia mamma ha chiamato mentre portavo a passeggio il cane. So, my mother called while I was walking the dog. We're going to practice this a little more in our practice session with Ayla in just a moment. Interrompiamo questa trasmissione per una comunicazione importante. If you'd like to make faster progress with your Italian, don't forget that you can use the premium version of this course, which features video versions of the lessons, comprehensive lesson notes and bonus listening materials. Allora, cosa aspetti? What are you waiting for? If you'd like to take your Italian to the next level, go to coffeebreakitalianplus.com. 
you use it when you're talking about descriptions. So mm -hmm. you used your Peter Pan example of okay. Peter Pan changing his wig terribly frequently. Okay, yeah. Can you remember what each <laughs> of those each um, of those stood for? So places, mm -hmm. people, clothes, um, hair, yep, weather, yeah, time and feelings, feelings emotions, or emotions. Yep, yeah. exactly. Well done. Okay, so that's descriptions that's in the past. Descriptions and. Trans we've looked at translations of was doing of doing things used to do mm -hmm. um, and we learned about essere and avere and other verbs which have their own translations yep so like essere for example if, if uh, I said quando ero giovane when I when I was younger when I was young yeah okay yeah. so and uh, avevo i capelli biondi I had blonde hair. Exactly. So you're just saying when I was young, I had. These are simple ways of translating that imperfect tense. And then from the presentation today that you just said, um, I understand it can be actions that are happening. So you're thumb de thumb de thumb. And then <laughs> when something suddenly happens, so that's your thumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just get this correct. It's dum de dum de dum. Dum de dum de dum de dum. And then thtum. And then thtum. In my mind, this is spelled T H T O O M. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's me. It just it seemed to work for our coffee break French listeners. Perhaps it won't work for our coffee break Italian listeners. I don't know. But yeah, it's the, the things that are interrupted. So your per your imperfect tense is the ongoing thing, and then the interruption comes with the perfect tense. Yes. So the children were playing football when the dog arrived on the pitch. Uh, I was making a cake when I received your message. Those yeah. kind of things. Okay, let's put some of this into practice. Francesca, can you come up with a, a couple of ideas or sentences that you would like Isla to translate, first of all, from Italian into English? Allora, quando vivevo in Italia, andavo tutti i giorni in gelateria. Okay, let's, let's hear that again just for, for our listeners' sake and also for Isla's okay. one more time. Quando vivevo in Italia... Andavo tutti i giorni in gelateria. Ayla, can you work out that? Was that when you lived in Italy, you went to an ice cream shop every day? Sì. Exactly, well yeah. done. And it's, a, it's good that you used simple pasts in English to, to translate that, because these simple pasts, when I lived in Italy, I went to an ice cream shop every day, is absolutely perfect it's absolutely acceptable the idea though is that in italian these andavo and vivevo are ongoing repeated actions so we could also say when i used to live in italy i used to go to an ice cream shop every day i don't want to confuse things but there is another way of saying this in english and i always like to imagine this as the the on the beach at sunset Translation? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so let me explain. I, I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm, I'm going off on a tangent in this, le this lesson, I think a little. But this is the on the beach at sunset translation. And that's when we use the word would in English. And there's a danger because would has two meanings in English. It can mean this on the beach at sunset, or it can mean something that happens as a conditional so I want you to put the conditional out of your head just now. For example, I would like uh, uh, an ice cream. That's, that's not what we're talking about here. What I'm talking about here is, when I was young, 
and I was in love. I would wander along the beach in the evening at sunset <laughs> with my darling beloved on my arm. And you get the idea. It's this would in the past. I would do something in the past for a repeated action. So when I used to live in Italy, I would go to the ice cream shop every day. For me, it's got a kind of fondness about it. Okay. You're thinking back to things. I would go... There's no fondness really attached to the Italian, <laughs> but I just like to think of it as the on the beach at sunset. Is that okay? Yes, yes. yes. Uh, it's very interesting for me, like as a learner of English. <laughs> I don't think there's necessarily it, it, you. We could we could not be talking about on the beach at sunset. We could be talking about um, something not so nice. But for me, it's, it does capture this kind of idea of okay. I would do that as a child. Um, you know, on every Thursday, my, my grandfather would take us to the sweet shop to spend our pocket money, that kind of idea. <laughs> it's definitely got a, a fond memories idea for me. Only for me. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm getting really strange looks here in the, in the studios. <laughs> no. Jessica and I are going, what is he on about today? <laughs> I think it might help to really think about wood in the past as this repeated action, this habitual action, something that would happen on a regular occasion, rather than thinking about would in a conditional sense, because that's a completely different See. tense. So that's why I'm I'm trying to focus on it. And the on the beach at sunset, would idea is for me important. Okay, let's try another sentence from Italian into English, okay. uh, Francesca. Va bene. Eh, da bambini guardavamo ogni pomeriggio i cartoni animati. Okay, let's hear that again. Da bambini guardavamo ogni pomeriggio i cartoni animati. Okay, Ayla, can you have a go at translating that one? So would it be every afternoon as children we watched or we used to watch cartoons? Yep, exactly, that's right. So da bambini, as children, guardavamo, we used to watch, we watched, ogni pomeriggio, every afternoon, i cartoni animati, uh, cartoons. Ayla, can you can you put that into the um, the on the beach at sunset okay. version? <laughs> so we would change it to every afternoon as children we would watch cartoons. Yeah, exactly. So again, thinking, I kind of feel it's a little bit nostalgic. You're thinking yeah. back, ah, as as children we would watch uh, cartoons every afternoon, and it kind of I don't know has a feeling for me of snuggling down and watching it maybe with a, a hot chocolate or something like that. <laughs> Um, just for me, that's that's the way I think of it anyway. And it's really to focus on wood in this idea of the past as opposed to wood in the conditional, which is, as we know, different. Okay. I have one question. What happens with reflexive verbs when we're in the imperfect tense? Do, do you change anything about it? or? Okay, good good question. See, yeah, we didn't really talk about reflexive verbs uh, with imperfetto. No, it's quite straightforward, I can say. Uh, we simply use the imperfect form of the verb okay. and we add the reflexive pronoun in front of the verb. So, shall we, shall we do a couple of examples Let's do a here? couple of examples, yeah. Uh, ad esempio, let's take verb vestirsi. To get dressed. See, so if you want to say, for example, I was getting dressed, I used to get dressed, or I would get dressed. On the beach at sunset, of course. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> then what would you say? So we do the imperfetto of vestire. 
vestivo and then we add the reflexive pronoun for the first person singular me mi vestivo okay so that comes the reflexive pronoun comes first si, and then si, you're part of uh, the, the verb so it's good in the imperfect because we don't need to worry about our auxiliary verbs there are no auxiliary no. verbs in the imperfect it's not like the perfect tense but here we simply put the reflexive pronoun first and then the imperfect tense of whatever verb we're working on so if I was getting dressed or I used to get dressed was mi vestivo um, Ayla can you could you translate um Let's say Alessia was putting on her makeup. Do you remember the verb to put on your makeup? Um, is it trucarsi? Trucarsi, yeah. So uh, Alessia was putting on her makeup. Would that be Alessia si trucava? Si trucava. Yeah, just watch your stress there. Si trucava. Si trucava. Okay, so she was putting on her makeup. Um, something else, Francesca? Sì, um, in uh, inglese, sì. In inglese, sì. Um, my mom used to worry all the time. Ah, a good one. Okay, so to worry, it's not, of course, reflexive in English, but it is in Italian. So, Ayla, can you work out what my mother used to worry all the time would be? I think it would be mia mamma se preoccupava sempre. Almost perfect, but your Spanish is interfering. Ah, okay. The reflexive <laughs> pronoun is si, not si. se. Okay, si. so mia mamma si preoccupava sempre. My mother worried herself all the time or used to worry herself all the time. Okay. Try it again. Mia mamma... Si preoccupava sempre. Perfetto. Okay. There's one other thing that I I would like to talk about just now, and it's come to mind while we're talking about these uh, these reflexive verbs. It's it's about showering, having a shower. Remind us what to have a shower is in uh, in Italian, Francesca. Si farsi la doccia. Farsi la doccia. And I have to say that um, while I am in the shower, I very often sing. Ah, okay. sì. So <laughs> <Mi> let's, <immagino. laughs> let's think about how I would say while I was in the shower or while I was having a shower, I was singing. Now, there's a okay. reason for this, okay? There's a, there's a definite reason for this. While I was in the shower, I was singing. Do you remember the word for while? We mentioned it earlier in this lesson. Mm, mentre? Mentre, sì, mentre, mentre, good. So while I was having a shower, while I was showering myself... I was singing. Ayla, can you work that one out? I'll give it a go. Mentre mi facevo la doccia cantavo. Perfetto. Sì, brava. Sì, brava. Okay, so mentre mi facevo la doccia, while I was having a shower, cantavo. I was singing. And the reason I want to bring this up is because I want to imagine two sort of pieces, two tracks. You were having a shower and at the same time you were singing. Okay. So these are two things that are happening at the same time. Now, in backing, getting back to our, our words that we were using earlier, these are two dum-de-dum-de-dums happening simultaneously. <laughs> There's nothing interrupting them. There's no doom there. So that's a dum-de-dum-de-dum and a dum-de-dum-de-dum or a stereo uh-huh. dum-de-dum-de-dum. Okay? <laughs> so there we've got two imperfects. Mentre mi facevo la doccia, cantavo. Mentre preparavo la cena, guardavo la tv. 
Sí. Okay, two different things happening at the same time. And it's completely different from mentre preparavo la cena è arrivato il mio amico. Sí. Okay, my friend arrived. That's a thtum. There's an interruption there, so there's a difference in tense. We've got imperfect, interrupted by perfect. Or the mentre one, the, 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 the double dum-de-dums, that's while something was happening, something else was happening. So that's imperfect combined with imperfect. Okay. Tutto bene? Sì, sì. Sì, sì, sì. Spero di sì. Sicuro. È tutto per oggi. Now, if you would like to get more out of your Coffee Break Italian experience, that would be accessing our bonus audio materials with more language practice, the video version of this lesson, and of course the lesson notes. You can access this at coffeebreakitalianplus.com. As far as Facebook is concerned this week, what we would like you to do is tell us a story. Tell us a story of something that was happening when something else happened. Try putting your imperfects and your perfect tenses into practice and we'll post on Facebook about that to help you come up with an interesting story. Che bella idea! And don't forget, you can find us on Twitter at Learn Italian. And if you would like to find out what happens behind the scenes here at Coffee Break Languages, search for Coffee Break Languages on Instagram. That's it for this episode. We will be back again soon with more. So, for now, grazie e arrivederci. Alla prossima. Ciao, ciao. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. When it comes to clothes, having pieces that you can wear anywhere is a must. That's why American Giant makes clothing that fits your life seamlessly, with quality you have to feel to believe. Whether you're stocking up for any weather or picking up a special gift, you'll find an impressive selection of staples to choose from. So whether you're on the hunt for a heavyweight hoodie, a fleece jacket, or a hardworking pair of warm sweatpants, American Giant has what you're looking for. Each American Giant piece is designed to last and created with commitment to doing things better. And all their products are made right here in America. Because keeping things local ensures the kind of quality you'll feel and appreciate for years to come. Discover the American Giant difference today. Shop Wear Anywhere Closet Staples at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your order when you use code AnyStyle24 at checkout. That's 20% off at American-Giant.com, promo code AnyStyle24.